0: Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book, The Non-Designer's Design Book, Design and Typographic Principles for the Visual Novice by Robin Williams. When it comes to design, there are those who may think it is only concerned with professional designers, and that if one does not fall under that category, then there is no way one can create a good design. However, whether we are talking about writing an essay, making a resume, making a slideshow, printing personal business cards, or even updating a personal blog, the essentiality of design skills in our work and daily life has made it a vocationally required skill today. For instance, Professional designers or presenters are aware that the more attractive the slides are, the more likely they are to be well-received. Teachers are aware that the clearer the organization and the layout of the lecture content, the easier it is for students to learn the relevant knowledge. Just as a good product needs packaging, what is not well-designed is often not appealing to the eyes. People are usually not interested in looking at messy, unattractive pieces of work. Therefore, Learning basic design and typography is mastering an ability that is relevant in our lives today. Not everyone can dedicate the appropriate time to professionally learn graphic design and typography, and that is where this book, The Non-Designer's Design Book, comes in handy. It is put together to help us quickly develop the designing ability as well as improve our aesthetic and design skills. This book tells us about the basic principles to follow when designing our work. It tells us how to use colors for design, and how to use fonts during design. The author of this book, Robin Williams, is a world-renowned graphic designer and a best-selling author, who has influenced an entire generation of digital designers through her publications and teachings. She has a large following in the Adobe and Mac communities. In addition to this book, she is also the author of dozens of other best-selling and award-winning books, some of which have been translated into more than a dozen languages, thereby having a worldwide impact. In this book, she condenses complex design principles into an easy-to-understand language, allowing us to quickly grasp the method of designing more professional and beautiful works. To aid comprehension, we will discuss the main content of this bookie in three parts. Part 1 – What are the basic principles of design? Part 2 – How to use colors Part 3, How to Use Fonts? We will start this segment by asking, what are the basic principles to follow when designing? When designing a page, such as a PowerPoint slide or a digital resume, a lot of people think or feel that something looks weird about their design, yet, they can't pinpoint where the problem is, say let's modify it. In this book, Williams highlights four basic principles that all the exquisite designs must follow. Once we master and apply these principles, one after the other, we will naturally solve any design problem or block we encounter during our design. Now, let's understand what these four basic principles are. The first basic principle is the principle of intimacy. This principle of design refers to the process of grouping related elements into units. For instance, the title and the subtitle, the title of the design and the author, or the question and the answer, among other related elements. As long as two or more elements are related to a certain degree, they should be visually close to each other, rather than being scattered or isolated in the design. Conversely, if the elements are not related in any way, they should not be put together. By applying this principle, we can present the information we want to convey in a more organized manner, thereby providing a clear structure for the reader. Imagine a business card that is designed in such a way that the company name is placed in the middle of the card. Contrastingly, the contact person's name, phone number, street number, and city information are then separately placed in all four corners of the card. When scanning over this business card, our eyes would need to stop at least five times to read all the information on it. The problem with this type of design is that there is no connection built among the elements of the business card. Anyone reading such business card will be confused as to where to start reading from. Consequently, because of its disorganized pattern, it will end up looking like some key information is still missing on the card. To solve this design problem, we should try to make changes by putting the person's name, using a bold font, right under the company name on the upper half of the business card. Then we should leave a blank area and under that blank area, we display the street number, city information, and the office phone numbers of the company and the lower part of the business card. It is important that all these information are placed right next to each other, using the normal font. This way, the business card becomes more organized, both in terms of structure and visualization, and we can easily understand and grasp the information expressed on the card. We can see from these instructions that when designing, we need to consciously pay attention to how we naturally read information which part of the information are we first concerned with, and where it starts and ends. In this way, we can identify the relevant elements to put together, and elements that need to be distinguished from other irrelevant elements. This is how we comprehend and follow the principle of intimacy. Let's move on to the second principle of design, which is the principle of alignment. So what do we mean by the principle of alignment? It means that no element on the page should be placed randomly it means that each element on the page should be aligned with another element to create a certain visual connection. For instance, the edge of a text area's line is aligned with a picture, and small icons are aligned with the text, etc. Take this very simple example. On an A4 sized report cover, each line of text has a different length. If we randomly place them across the paper, the edges of the text area's lines will look jagged. But, Should we adjust the text to be left aligned, the report cover will look more sophisticated with such a simple change. When all the text is left aligned, the beginning of each line of text automatically forms an invisible baseline, which enhances the visual connection between each element. When next time you use Microsoft Word, you can look for that invisible line on the left side if you align your texts with left or right margins. Another great example of this principle of alignment is when we see some images on pages of picture books that are placed obliquely, and numerous text paragraphs on these pages are often arranged along the edges of the oblique pictures, this forms a kind of visual alignment between the pictures and the text on the pages. We can see from this example that to ensure that elements on the pages are aligned with one another, we need to find a clear alignment line, not necessarily a solidly visible line, but an alignment line that viewers can perceive when looking at the structure of the page. When applying the alignment principle, Williams also emphasizes the importance of using only one type of alignment, that is the center alignment, the left alignment, or the right alignment, and not simultaneously using two types of alignments, only a clear alignment can organize information more effectively and make the work look more orderly. After the principle of alignment, comes the principle of repetition, which is the third principle of design. Simply put, the principle of repetition meaning that certain design elements need to be repeated in a given work. Repeating elements can refer to a thick font, a thick line, a certain symbol, a color, or many others. Any element can be used as a repetitive element. Using the principle of repetition can strengthen the visual consistency and unity of the work. We often use the principle of repetition in our work. We do this when we set all headings in a document to the same size and thickness, or when we use the same symbol for bullet points in one list. We also follow the principle of repetition when we design uniform business cards, letterheads, and envelopes for enterprises, using clear and prominent typography in all the pieces. Sometimes the principle of repetition doesn't necessarily mean repeating the same exact elements, As long as the elements are closely related to each other, and everything still looks like a whole, then we are following this principle of design. For example, if there are three different heart patterns in a design, although the heart styles are different, they are still hearts and they still look like a whole. The repetition brings about professionalism and authority to the design, and it makes readers perceive your work as a well thought out design rather than a random design. Simultaneously, Repetition can link parts together to create an overall consistent effect. Imagine a girl wearing a beautiful black evening gown and a chic hat, she might set off her evening gown with red heels, red lipstick, and a red decorative mini flower to enhance the overall visual effect. These consistent red accessories embody the charm of repetition. Besides the principle of repetition, a design should also follow the principle of contrast, the fourth and final principle of design featured in the book. The principle of contrast means that there should be a clear contrast between the different elements in any given design. Contrast is usually the most significant way to make any design look more eye-catching and well-layered. Imagine a simple newspaper having uniformly printed black letters on a white background, although the visuals look simple and clear, at first glance, there is little or nothing to attract the reader's attention. However, suppose we use the principle of contrast and replace the headline with white letters against an all-black background, suppose we make the font size bigger and bold, and then the subheads in the text are also replaced with a thicker black font, now that there is a sharp contrast between the headline area, the headline text, and the content text, visually, the newspaper's readability is immediately improved. It becomes more eye-catching than before, this is the magical effect of contrast. Apart from the contrast of font size, the contrast of thick and thin lines, the contrast of cold and warm colors, the contrast of large and small images, among others, are the various ways of following and applying the principle of contrast. Williams emphasizes that the contrast in any design must be very clear and strong. If two elements look different— but the difference is not particularly stark, then not only will such small difference not attract the interest of readers, it is likely to give people a sense of conflict. Other good examples of such small contrast are the contrast between dark brown and black, and 14-point font size and 12-point font size, to mention but a few. Considering that the difference between these two elements is not significant enough to produce a strong visual contrast, the similarity between them will make people feel that this is a design mistake, so the use of contrast must be very clear and strong. And that brings us to the end of the first part of this bookie, where we answered the question what are the basic principles of design? We mentioned that when designing, there are four basic principles to follow. The first principle is the principle of intimacy which is to group related elements into units. The second principle is the principle of alignment, which is to ensure that every element is aligned with a certain content of the page to produce a visual connection. The third principle is repetition, where certain design elements should be repeated in a design, and the fourth principle is the principle of contrast, where different elements should produce a clear contrast with each other. Today we are just sharing limited content.